stared at Grandpa Zachary in horror. He wouldn't really call him up to the stage to perform a magic trick in front of fifty strangers, would he? He shook his head a bit, hoping to telepathically convey his message of no, 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 no. Grandpa Zachary smiled in a way that implied he had not received the message. As most of you know, I used to be Zachary the Stupendous. How many of you like magic? Since Grandpa Zachary had not specified the method by which the audience was supposed to answer, people in the crowd raised their hands, applauded, cheered, and or said, Me! A woman standing next to Marcus folded her arms in front of her chest and scowled. You there, said Grandpa Zachary, pointing to the woman. Surely you enjoy magic. The woman shook her head. Why not? I guess I'm just no fan of the devil. This isn't that kind of magic. I assure you, no goats will be sacrificed here, especially since we're raising money for an animal shelter. The magic of which I speak is the art of illusion. Oh, that's okay then, said the woman. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone has to start somewhere. Before the great William Shakespeare wrote some of the most enduring works in the English language, he almost certainly wrote about a dolphin on the moon and spelled most of the words wrong. Before Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone, he probably invented a prototype that burned your ear like a hot iron. Marcus narrowed his eyes. He understood the point that his great-grandfather was trying to make, but he was making it very poorly. Grandpa Zachary harumphed. Hmm. I can see by the expression on a certain young man's face that my analogy is insulting instead of inspiring. So, I present to you the first-ever public performance by the amazing, the astounding, the gobsmacking... Marcus Millian Third. No, thank you, said Marcus. Don't be hesitant, said Grandpa Zachary. Do you know what happens when you throw a non-swimmer into the ocean? They drown, asked Marcus. Nope. They get eaten by sharks, someone else volunteered. Sometimes, but that's not where I'm going with this. Grandpa Zachary looked out into the audience. Does anybody else have an answer? The kid was right. They usually drown, said a man standing in the back. It's a horrible way to go. Way worse than falling onto a pit of spikes. If you ever have the choice of how to die, go for the spikes. Trust me. Could we hear from somebody less ghoulish? Asked Grandpa Zachary. A woman with an overflowing plate of peanut butter crackers raised her hand. They learn to swim. Exactly. Until they're pulled beneath the dark surface of the water by the jaws of a shark, the man interjected. Sure, it's nice that they learn to swim so quickly, but that doesn't do you any good without arms or legs. Did you have a bad childhood? Grandpa Zachary asked. The man shrugged. There were some rough patches. 
Grandpa Zachary stared at him for a moment, and then returned his attention to the rest of the audience. My point was that in order to achieve greatness, sometimes we must face our fears before we think we're ready. And so, I present to you a beguiling illusion by the awe-inspiring, gasp-inducing prodigy, Marcus Millian III. The audience applauded politely. Marcus stood there, motionless, as if his entire body had been covered with shellac. I didn't bring my cards, he said. Nonsense, said Grandpa Zachary. You always carry a deck of cards. I can see card-shaped bulges in your pockets right now. Marcus knew that he had two options— one, he could drop to the floor, curl into the fetal position,